Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm your... I'm here. I'm Cassidy. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Crash. <laughs> My pronouns are they, them. My pronouns are she and they. Can you tell it's been a minute since we've done the show? Because you it's started also... doing the Cat D intro. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also I have to do the Cat D intro in like, I don't know, three or four hours from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Ooh, okay getting right. the wiggles out now all right yeah it's it's been a little bit since we recorded but there has been no uh delay in episodes yeah um should i talk about the the plans now or should i wait until after we've done the stuff during plugs let's do it now i'm excited okay. about it so i want to do it now <laughs> so uh as as you are aware we are getting close to the end of the year um and this episode would be our our 30th episode um but i realized because i want to do i've been thinking this since we started this podcast of i want to do a game Mm -hmm. of the year thing at the end of the year yeah yeah um and in two more episodes after this one we'll have 32 games and that's like a perfect number to have a tournament bracket Mm -hmm. um so we're going to do I think we've decided that on um, after the 22nd, we're going to do two episodes. One that would come out on the 29th, one that would come out on the 5th, sort of bridging the two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we would use that to uh, to go over, one, like the overall game of the year using the tournament bracket. But also we have some other awards that we'd want to give away. Um, such as the most RNGG prompt, the most RNGG print or pitch, uh, furthest from the prompt, and funniest joke, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like personal favorite. Yeah, but you know, I figured I'd open this up for you know either if you have an award that you want to come up with and give to a game that we've pitched, or if you have big thoughts on which game should win game of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Or just like, you know, other ideas that you would like to see us think about awards-wise. Yeah. Also, we're going to be posting the bracket uh, once it's complete on Twitter. So if people want to just play along at home and fill it out themselves, then you're more than welcome to. Yes. So that will be going up on the 22nd. And then the Mm -hmm. 29th, we'll talk about all of the other awards. And then on the 5th, we'll just go through our bracket and decide personally. Yep. Um, and we'll talk gonna about be, like, it's other gonna be, people's wanted winners. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me not just like immediately talk about my result because I love this show. I, I it's been such a fun thing to do on this like horrible year. And <laughs> well, yeah, I, love... I, I think what it would be is us going through the bracket together at the same time on recording. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So we can decide a definitive game of the year. Hmm. Um, But we won't be able to do that without three more games, one of which we're making today, which is based on the prompt of Tarot Aesthetic Hunting. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a bonus objective? I... So this is something we talked about last time, but we were saying that it's been a minute since we've done a... We've gotten very much away from doing, like, spinoffs and franchise-like games... Mm-hmm. Except, except for the two lightning round ones we did i mean yeah yeah those are kind of like self-contained also like i don't 
I don't super duper think about them as like video game franchises. They're just more like media franchises to All me. All right, yeah, but like so after that would be uh, Chow in Wonderland, and then literally two weeks before that, Dragon Quest Monsters Slime Racer. Oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> like it, it's not quite as long ago. Like it is kind of long ago in like sense of time, mm-hmm. um, but not so long ago in number of games we fetched. That's true. Hmm. <laughs> Wait. When did the the challenge no anime get on the list? You said that at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's my challenge. No anime. Okay. <laughs> um, I. I don't have an, a bonus objective that wouldn't just completely uh, spit in the face of this prompt. Okay. Um, but maybe I'll say it anyways. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we shouldn't be allowed to use the tarot aesthetics as like the way tarot cards are traditionally used. Yeah. yeah so yeah, like yeah, it yeah. can't be like, um, you know, for like portents of the future or what have you. Mm-hmm. No, I think that that's, like, absolutely doable. All right. Okay, so let me set a timer when I'm not doing fiddling around with our spreadsheet. Every time I <laughs> open the spreadsheet and we're recording, I just, like, want to start fiddling with the formatting. <laughs> this is the problem. I'm not... This is me... Anytime I open up any document, I have to touch it. And I don't mm. know why. Like, only documents that I work on. I'm not going to touch other people's documents. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so timer set, 45 minutes on the clock, let's go. Okay, so... I definitely like, um... I definitely like... I don't know where I was going with that. So something I was thinking about was like, okay, so do we want the tarot to inform a game mechanic? Or do we want the tarot to inform character design what feels better to you um i was thinking sort of like a middle ground like okay let me tell you my pitch for how i combined those the two prompts that we have here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then we can figure out what the set dressing of any of it is because like the thought that i have is literally just like a tiny fraction of anything okay yeah um which is that uh it would be like you go to a, a table where like you know a reading would happen but when they flip mm. the card it like the card is the card of your target okay 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 yeah so it's probably kind of like a, a bounty system or something or some kind. yeah it um it kind of reminds me of uh I don't know if this is if this is like super duper true for the rest of the game, but the only dot hack game I've played is dot hack infection, which is the first PS2 era one, and they have like this keyword system for like going to like worlds and servers. So you'll like put in like three uh, like keywords, and that kind of like generates the uh, parameters for the world you go to. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm now my brain's like, well, you do like a tarot spread of like, okay, you know, you draw the fool 
and that is your like your mark but then like the other two cards that are drawn are like we either like weird parameters for the world you're going to or like you know just talking about like the space that they're in or like maybe like field effects status ailments like weird like weather effects too hmm Okay, I, f- I feel like we could come up with like a, a target based on each major arcana and then the mm. minor arcana, just sort of do whatever. Yeah, yeah, like you know, if it's a if it's a cups, then it's like you know some sort of like inclement weather, and then like depending on which realm you go to, that can manifest in different ways. And like you know, if it's a cup, if it's a a cups of a higher number, then the inclement weather is worse. But if it's like the two of cups, then it's like drizzling or something. Mm-hmm. It's mildly foggy out. Yeah, and then, like, maybe, like, swords could be, like, extra enemies. Like, extra, like, low-level enemies in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, so let's do some world-building. Okay, yeah. So, I'm thinking it's definitely kind of a... Like, as far as, like, character goes, I kind of am feeling the, like, more or less blank slate like monster hunter style main character mm-hmm. for sure like just just like you know has like a, a pretty fun you know monster hunter world slash monster hunter rise era like character creator uh you know obviously i I've, i feel like this probably has like some sort of like you know drop system for crafting armor um but i think it's probably like some kind of like enclosed like multi-dimensional space that's like you know you kind of like live in this like hub world and you're like maybe like going out to the different realms to keep the peace keep the balance kind of a thing okay yeah 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 i have an idea um mm-hmm. because i was i was going to ask you uh what what kind of technology level you would want but based on the things that you're saying my brain just pictured like really high fantasy sci-fi yes yes yeah no that's exactly where my brain's at too um like these are some like destiny ass space wizards Mm Mm-hmm. no very much um but of course because it's high level sci-fi technology you can still have a big fuck off sword oh yeah it's just the the sword has like you know a glowing edge and wires coming off of it yeah and it like it folds into place when you like whip it out and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like like claire farron aka lightning Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah final fantasy 13 is pretty like aesthetic perfect for the things we're saying god it really is (sighs) Final Fantasy Thirteen was kind of good, actually. Are we just okay? Hold on, actually, are we just making a Final Fantasy Thirteen game? <laughs> we said no anime, so we it can't be. But <laughs> okay, but like, yeah, no, Thirteen Two is literally about um, jumping to different. Well, Thirteen Two is more about jumping to different times, where I'm thinking more of like jumping to different spaces. And oh rounds. yeah, I was thinking something along the lines of. Um, Fucking, I forgot what all the words for it were. Um, Grand Pulse? The Cocoon? No, like when when the crystal speaks to you and you are marked and you have to fulfill the crystal's wishes or whatever. 
Oh yeah, yeah. When when the when you are chosen as a lassie or something like yeah, that. Yeah, lassie. Yeah, that's the you've one. got the. I fr- there's like a special term for like the thing you're supposed to do for the crystal. Oh gosh. But I feel like this is a similar situation where, uh, like, the people that are hunters in this world are like all individually marked. And that's why mm. they're doing this, like, tarot bounty hunting thing. Yeah. And maybe that's, like, maybe that's, like, a reveal later, too, is, like, all the failed hunters are essentially, like, the ones who become either, like, the thralls to the, like, arcana-themed monsters. Or, like, maybe if they were, they were a strong enough hunter themselves, they just become the next, like, arcana monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is... The, yeah, that's literally Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> I know, yes. Like, what if Final Fantasy Thirteen story was an entirely different... Like, it's different. It's just mm. a, lot of in, a lot of stuff in common. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's also going to be, like, very different gameplay-wise. Because it's not... It, it's not going to have the good, like, character beats of Thirteen, Where it's, like, you know, these f- six unlikely allies learning to work together. And, like, putting aside their differences to c- accomplish a goal. It's more, it's more about you know, you trying to be, you know, a professional hunter and just trying to scrape by in this, you know, high fantasy techno society. Mm-hmm. And that also like explains why there's like more, more than one of each of these enemies is that like there can be multiple people that fall in similar ways. Like, mm. or, okay, maybe, maybe you can be marked by different aspects and that aspect determines what you would become if you be, uh, if you become untethered untethered is the word i want to use that's going to be an yeah. in-universe word for it i also like that because then that gives you if you choose to tether yourself to certain arcana then that can kind of inform certain fighting styles mm-hmm. or like buffs or weapon choices or weapon styles things like that all about monster hunter uh-huh. and uh this is going to be pulling a little bit from persona which is a thing that i regret saying out loud oh um, <laughs> um okay if, like okay. the player character ones are marked by the what would inform the fool arcana which explains why they can use all the different types like and switch between them mm. yeah no i'm definitely i definitely like having your protagonist and the fool being like tethered together just not even like capital t tethered but just like kind of like in general thematically like the fool and your protagonist kind of being one and the same because like it's just a fun like narrative thing to do mm-hmm. uh that also gets let's just use the fool as the boss fight and actually what it is is um it's like the the shion boss fight from final fantasy 358 over two days did you really call or, it not fi- final fantasy <laughs> I, I did call it final fantasy huh <laughs> i didn't mean to say kingdom hearts <laughs> I really, I really, like, last night when I was explaining the plot to Final Fantasy 1 to our interstitial group, it really made me feel like I was explaining Kingdom Hearts to somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, it is, it, that's definitely what I started thinking about when you're talking about Garland and Chaos. Yeah, it's like, Garland is Chaos, and he's been going back in time, but it, da, 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 da. it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I love, like, yeah, I, I think that would be, like, a really fun, either, like, midpoint boss or even, like, 
something going into like the end of the game where you finally like face down against the fool and it's more or less like a much better version of you Mm -hmm. it's like using all weapons at the same time and stuff Mm -hmm. like that it's yeah some good shit Mm -hmm. um i also would want like npc hunters that way you can do group hunts solo yeah yeah do you think is it is it just kind of like um maybe the npc hunters that you can play around with are kind of like how you can build the prowlers in uh generations ultimate where like they've got a skill list but it's like very refined and small i was kind of thinking more like the um the hireable npcs in like the armored core series okay okay yeah which are like these are set characters but you can choose which one you bring you bring with you and they're all like in they are characters they do have personalities mm-hmm. um and the reason i would want to do this for this game is because it gives you a way to interact with the other types of tethered yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah that gives you 21 other npcs to play around with <laughs> mm-hmm Oh gosh, the death tethered is just going to be some like hot like goth boy that the internet's going to fall in love with, right? Um, they're definitely going to be hot and goth, and the internet is going to fall in love with them. Mm-hmm, mm. I think they would be. I think they should be genderless. Oh, I love that. I love that. And wear a cool skull mask. Mm, of course. Um, okay, but so the 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 tethered for the lovers card is that a duo? Um, or is that just one person with a lot of? Ooh, 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 ooh. Maybe it's more of like um, like that is represented by a different type of weapon, something like uh a kin sect or something something where you like you have like a, a partner of some kind mm. um, but that partner is sort of involved with your like weapon and using it mm. so maybe it's like um like a drone like or, some or, kind- or maybe it is like a like a palico situation but like half of your buttons instead of doing attacks are commanding your palico mm. yeah But and also, like, they're a robot. <laughs> yeah, they're like a weird robot space fairy thing. Mm-hmm. And they, they come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes, which is like the different weapons you could craft. Yeah. Like, there's probably like a soul gem involved. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. What what does the hunter themselves use, though? Like, because I, I, I love, I love the fantasy of, of uh, insect glaives. I don't think I'm mentally capable of playing insect glaive but i love the fantasy of it all what if like what if it's a situation of like instead of a hunting horn being a hammer a hunting horn was like a mace like a single-handed mm. weapon that Ooh. when you're doing a command you like pull it up and play it like an instrument or, like a trumpet or a flute or a bell or a bell because now I'm just thinking of Final Fantasy's Geomancer. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't want to necessarily like, do like one for one for one for all the cards, but there's definitely some good, uh, there's some good like 
leads for like characters in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hanged man's play style is about like retaliating damage. So like maybe it's got like some kind of like gimmick where like you have a couple of frames after you get struck to like retaliate with a really strong attack or something like that. Oh, okay. Maybe it's like that in conjunction with um the new Monster Hunter system with the with the cool rope stuff. Wirebug, yeah. Yeah, wirebug. So like mm-hmm. every time you get hit you come back like a wrecking ball. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, like, that's just, like, kind of, like, an unarmed or, like, claw-type weapon. Mm-hmm. It's a claw-type weapon that has, like, uh, like a, an Attack on Titan-style, like, wire pack going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I assume that's a thing that's the important in Attack on Titan. I actually don't know anything about Attack on Titan other than they while run around with the cool grapple belt... Yeah, and the the guy who writes it is kind of like Japanese alt right. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, no, he's he's a very very passionate Japanese nationalist, turns out. Hmm. Sounds bad. Yeah, him and the guy who wrote Hitalia. <laughs> oh. Well no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, um, yeah, I think, like, yeah, some kind of, like, wire bug, tether, or even or something that you could do just with the claws themselves. Like, um, it's Skyward Sword that has the, like, wire claws, right? That you can, they're kind of, like, hook shots, but they're, like, claws. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, the claw shots. Claw shot, that's, that is their term. Yeah. This is, yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff you could do with that. Or also, I also can imagine, like, that it may be also, like, you could spec it, so, like, instead of it being, like, taking damage, like, enhances you for a certain amount of time, you could also do, like, perfect dodges to mm-hmm. also trigger that bonus, things like that. Yeah, it's probably, like, a, it does a lot more damage if you do, like, a, a essentially a parry with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think, like, also, like, kind of, like, Monster Hunter, like, I feel like there's definitely going to be, like, a couple of, like, tarot-themed monsters that are definitely going to be, like, more, like, earlier game hunts, but then they'll also have, like, um, revised, stronger versions that you can fight later in the game, too, that have, like, you know, newer gimmicks, newer powers, maybe an added elemental, like, gimmick going on, things like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could imagine some of like the early stuff being stuff like um the chariot or the wheel of fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the star. <laughs> Where like I feel like yeah, like the sun is gonna be like a lot further into the game and like very like fire damage heavy, things like that. Yeah, so so what is like the through line for our character? Like what are they are they trying to like save a particular like settlement a la Monster Hunter? Like, do they go around like establishing new bases? Um I, I, I was sitting here trying to piece together like a fun, like I want a plot that goes in wild places, like apparently Destiny's plot does. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, the moon's haunted. Uh, well, not only is the moon haunted, but this cool big orb that's been flying around every like it's been important for the past year or so is maybe an egg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. a planet-sized egg, and in the egg might be just a pyramid. Just normal things to happen yeah. in space. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's, like, a a thing is coming, and so it's just sort of, like, which is causing more and more hunters to become untethered. Mm-hmm. Which is why you're having to take down so many. Um, yeah. And then, like, and when you get towards the end, the big thing that comes is actually, like, I want it to be, like, something really big and major, so that way it can be the world. Same, same. That's a uh, that's exactly where my eye has been for like end game, last boss kind of shit. Yeah, you, you fight you fight the world, and after you beat the world, you're like floating through space fighting uh, the fool. Is how the boss fight goes. Oh, good. <laughs> which does sound anime, but I have to clarify, it is not anime. <laughs> <laughs> I have to specify that nothing I'm saying is anime. Um, I just, I had a really good side note that I want to throw in here. Because I've, I've just been, like, thinking about, like, how, like, Monster Hunter does the thing where you, you know, you set up these, like, or you go to, like, all these different villages. I think the mid to end game, you should just be on your own ship. Mm-hmm. I think that would just be, like, really stinking cool if, like, that was... Like, the hub world for your, like, Mon Hunt adventure was just, like, a really nice big ship. And, like, if you really wanted to, you could just drive it around, or you could use the fast travel. Yeah. I think it would be, like, um, like the Ebonhawk of Star Wars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, again, this is me doing the thing where, like, every time I bring something up, I say a different video game name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's the show. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, it's, like, a thing where, like, you know, some of the major NPCs are and you have access to, like, you know, a forge or something. Yeah, Um, yeah. But, like, if you need to, like, go to... Like, you could probably also do a lot of your shopping and stuff through there, too. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a space thing. We have, like, matter transmuters and, like, blueprint chips and stuff like that. That are yeah. maybe. I also want to get into like the space mysticism of it. Hmm. Yeah. With like soul shards and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I think one of the weapon types should just be like a warframe. I was thinking they probably look like the middle ground between a uh, a warframe and a destiny war guardian of light. What's the word mm-hmm. they use? Guardian? Guardian, yeah. Guardian, yeah. How, how is the light guardian keeping it fierce? <laughs> That's a real thing someone says in Destiny, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you could tell me that and I would believe you, because it sounds like a Destiny thing. <laughs> See, I want, like, a ranged, magic-y kind of, like you know fighting style but i also really really love like light bowgun and heavy bowgun right so now my brain's just like well it's just like 
you know, maybe some kind of like focusing like talisman or like, you know, wand, but it like has a very similar play style to light bow cut. <laughs> well, I was thinking there's probably like a, like an actual bow and maybe also like a sniper thing. Something mm-hmm. that's like what guns that can't fire fast because they need to be powerful. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like beam rifles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I also just want like just good space wizard flavor. Mm-hmm. That's like maybe not so gunny. Yeah. Maybe there's like um Okay, maybe there's a magic class that uses that weird fish rod thing that uh Vanille has from Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> You know, and it's so funny because that staff has such a cool, like, damage animation when she does her melee attacks. And then when she gets marked by the Lassie and, like, gets access to the Crystarium job system, she just has no ability to melee attack after that. They like yeah, they were so <laughs> wild. And she won't get it until, like, near the post-game where you unlock every job for every character. So then Vanille can be a commando or like, you know, things like that. And it's strange, very strange. But yeah, I'm imagining a weapon like that that also like can make runes which cause explosions and elemental damages. Mm. It's kind of like, um, that is definitely the weapon of the either like the magician or the high priestess. Yeah. Um, uh, now I'm thinking of like runes instead of like the powder kegs in Monster Hunter or like just traps, I guess, too. So it's like, you know, they're able to just like have those on demand without having to like slot them in their, you know, mission inventory. Mm-hmm. Like everybody would be able to do that, but they get it for like more or less free. Yeah, I definitely think a lot of items are actually just sort of like, uh, you know, soul gems that have been inscribed with runes. Oh, yeah. And you, yeah, like, yeah. You, you just crush it like it's a humanity thing and dark souls or whatever. Or just an empty water bottle. <laughs> yeah, you just crush a can. Um, I'm just looking at more and I'm just thinking about cool weapons. Like maybe the chariot has like... um like these like big boots and gloves things that let them like <laughs> dash fast and punch hard so my brain literally you, when you started that sentence my brain was like oh the chariot's a bouncer from a fantasy star online the fantasy star online is anime it is but bouncer's my favorite class and i like my rocket boots no i'm thinking these are much chunkier i'm thinking like Good. mega okay. man limbs Oh, <laughs> Mega Man limbs, but weaponized. Like a Mega Man is. I mean, yeah, yeah. But like more specifically about like dashing with the legs, like in the way that you don't even have to like step, you just sort of like glide really, really fast and kick up a dust trail. Mm-hmm. Like a, like yeah, a Zaku yeah. or a, a Goof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess... I guess only some Zaku do that. Actually, I don't even know if a goof does that either. I think I just said two Xeon uh, suits that don't do the thing that I said. <laughs> I know the Doms do it, so I'll say a Dom. Okay. They have big, chunky, big feet. 
Um, okay. Um, so what's like, what's this big, what is this big darkness force or light force? I don't know. I don't know what this is a story of. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I, I know it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I think like stories about how like the world is, is being overfilled with light and you need to bring darkness to it are like fun and interesting, but I also think they need to be done in, in like, like sparingly too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's an interesting concept, but I don't think we need to be like doing it all the time. Just kind of like as like a society. Um. Yeah. Well, well, crash. <laughs> but, uh, let me just say, uh, if you're really into stories about uh, dark being quote, the good guys versus light, may I interest you in Yu-Gi-Oh GX, a story in which the evil force is the light of destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds great. And the main like character is like the human uh, embodiment of the gentle darkness. I mean, it sounds like uh, Final Fantasy XIV's Shadowbringers has a lot to say for itself and how much it stole from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's just a good show. The jo- the the joke is that Final Fantasy three did it first. Well, in the Final Fantasy series, so it, Final Fantasy fourteen drawing on inspiration on that, but it's fine. It's good. Yeah, I, I do need. I do need. Really need to to watch Yu Gi Oh GX. But yeah, I don't know. It could, it could just be like, um, maybe it's just like a, an untapped like. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like it's it's a type of energy that is like t- newer to everybody, and everybody like a lot of you know magical scientists were like, "Oh, this is great. We can you know use this to propel our technology further and further." You know, it's such a more efficient power source, so we can run our all of our devices off of it. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. And then turns out that it like it has a propensity for like multiplying and expanding in like much higher rates and like it was like we were like anticipating so now it's like this thing that we have tried to use to you know fuel our societies actually like working against us and if unchecked will just like destroy everything okay um i like this pitch let me give you my separate pitch that i was thinking just as you started okay please all right um so because all of the other major arcana enemies are untethered hunters Mm -hmm. um maybe this has to do with like maybe this splinter group of hunters and like you know all of that stuff going on here is um stuff like there's like all of this uh world building stuff referring to like a past like a past different location where this was happening mm-hmm. um and there was a there right now there are only you know say 21 of these uh crystals here there used to be a 22nd one okay um and like this 20 the, the, what you end up fighting here is like a conglomerated mass of all of the hunters that were part of the 22nd crystal 
sort of like mm. untethered together. Mm. It's a whirling mass of flesh and bodies. Yeah. And space and magic. Yeah. And maybe it has the crystal in the center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lo- love a good fleshy mass with a crystal in the center. Yeah. I wonder, wonder, wonder what's in a wonder ball. Magic! Mm-hmm. Just take a big old bite out of it. Cool. Uh, no, I, I definitely, like, I feel like yours is, like, a lot more, like, in keeping with what we've talked about previously. I don't know. I think mine was just... <laughs> I do like the idea of using you, uh, your suggestion as, like, a subplot, though. Yeah. Because um, I, I do think it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely, like, a... Definitely, like, a, you know, reoccurring B-plot that you have to deal with sometimes. Or, or, or maybe, like, maybe this is a game of two plots. Maybe you're mm-hmm. trying to solve this first thing, and then while you're... After you solve the first thing, it's like, hey, actually, things are just getting even worse now. Mm, and it turns out that the electricity we've been using is going to kill us all. Or rather, like, um, the, the electricity that we're using is going to kill us all. Okay, we solved that. Um, why is everything still going wrong? Oh, there's a whirling mass of bodies oh. in the distance. <laughs> oh, that's right. getting yeah, closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in the uh, cosmology of World of Warcraft, there is a um a force just called the fell and it's like a chaotic energy source that is fueled by like souls of like you know fallen creatures and it's very powerful but it's also very temperamental and it's also what demons are made out of Mm. and so like that's where my brain was like well it's like what if you had this like whole society that was like you know, be like, oh, this energy is great. It's so efficient. It's so clean. And there's so much of it. Why haven't we tried using it before? And then it's like, oh, well, because it's like maybe fueled on like souls and also will like tear your mind apart if you use it too much. It's fine. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So I also have an idea for like what the low level monsters and stuff that you fight can be. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were talking about things being a balance of light and dark. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just like a situation of like nobody's in Heartless where there's like a mix of both depending yeah. on the areas that you're going to and uh-huh. which conditions. I mean, that can go back to the like the terror reading mission style. Like maybe, you know, it's like the first card is who you're fighting. One of them is like an extra parameter. And then the other one could just be like maybe a coin toss of like light or dark. Mm-hmm. Because I also think, like, some of the very, very low-level missions before you fight a tarot monster would just be like, alright, you're gonna go here, like, this location is, uh, the balance is off. You need to go in there and defeat some of the the forces of light, or go in here and defeat some of the forces of darkness. Get things uh, Mm -hmm. back on track a little bit. Yeah, and I think at that point, it's just like, you just draw, you, like, you pick a location, you draw, like, a parameter card, but it's like, you know, a very short list of, like, you know, the one of cups, the one of pentacles, the one of swords, and the one of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- these are your tutorial missions. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is, yeah, the... I think the essentially the coin flip will be predetermined. It's just kind of like, oh, well, 
you know, you got cups, so maybe you're, you know, you're, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you get this, like, cute little, like, you know, 10% buff or 5% buff, something, like, very small but helpful. Yeah. Um, And then it could just, you know, that's that's why all of these people have been chosen by the crystals. The crystals are trying to keep the balance. And maybe that's also like part of why this uh this twenty second crystal is important as to like why because the twenty second crystal is missing and there is no longer eleven crystals of darkness and eleven crystals of light, which is why the hunters are needed to keep the balance. Mm. Right, because it's like well, if we don't have the twenty second crystal, then like if we can take out you know a crystal that's throwing the balance off then we'll be back in balance but if everybody's sending hunters out smashing crystals right and left all the time then like things are just going to be swinging around wildly anyway so yeah we're just gonna instead of destroying another crystal we're just going to follow the orders of the crystals that we have and keep the balance manually yeah 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 i think definitely the end state for this universe is just like instating all 22 crystals and just kind of being like at final harmony with it all well you know because this has got a post game it's probably you know like still okay everything is in balance so there's no more world ending threats but you know there's still like minor imbalances that we haven't fixed yet so you gotta just still gotta mm. go out there and sweep them up mm-hmm. and hunters oh, can yeah. still become untethered for whatever like for whatever reason that's like a it's like a probably like an emotional thing i don't know and now i'm also just thinking of like i I know this is not something we usually talk about but um since i've been trying to follow more monster hunter stuff and i essentially got to see a lot of people try doing like fatalis in monster hunter world like as that came out now my brain's thinking about like super bosses and like hidden bosses and shit like that Mm -hmm. and i'm just like would those even be tarot like expected or would those just kind of be their own like their own beast oh maybe that's where the fool comes in maybe the, maybe the fool is like your your post game super boss mm, yeah or it could just like i think i think it'd still be funny if like you fight a version of the fool in the story but like mm-hmm. maybe like the fool prime is like you know yeah, the hidden it, secret boss it's like the thing that you fight isn't just like an actual fool untethered it's more like a you go there and like the world is trying to defend itself by creating a shadow version of you and your mm-hmm. companions yeah yeah oh that's good oh um, that's good yeah <laughs> so we need Cause... a we need a name oh we do destiny because tarot tells the future <laughs> yeah and then uh, a couple years later we can make destiny 2 uh and then we'll bring back all of the stuff from destiny 1 and then eventually we'll have too much stuff and we'll have to put some of it away in a vault <laughs> yes great wonderful game of the year um maybe it's like uh i want maybe we should use the word tethered in it mm. okay this is like a fucking this is a this is a fantasy game ass name that i'm gonna throw at you um but oh, i'm also please, gonna write it please down. i'm ready 
All right, I'm going to write it down like this for first, but I think we can do some fun stuff with punctuation in it. So what I've written here is tethered, colon, 22 fates. Mmm. I like that. I feel like we could do, like, a... Maybe do a... That there. And then... Maybe put this in brackets instead. Like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Or maybe both both parts should be in individual brackets. Like, see, I feel like that's getting a little too. Yeah. Okay. Like but three three fifty eight over two one, days, like that. Because I, I do like the two brackets. Oh, see, I like the I like the slash. Okay. What if I do it separately, like this? And it's like a Resident Evil biohazard situation where it's got two names. <laughs> it's a game with two names. We haven't done that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've had two names, but also because we came up with two games that episode. Yeah. No, like, this is a game that, like, in some reason, or no, in all reasons, it's called both names. Um... <laughs> It's just, you know, personal preference. Mmm. Uh, so it is bracket, tethered, close bracket, slash, bracket, 22 fates, close bracket. <laughs> Great. Love it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I do it's love, not anime. I do love it. It's, it's explicitly not anime. Uh, okay. Although I did, I did have a, a couple of moments where I was like, "Ah, oh, this." Um, I I was seeing some of the cutscenes in the Code Vein style of like graphics, and I was like, "Oh right, no, it's specifically not anime, so it can't be that." No, I'm thinking uh, the closest thing to anime without being anime, which is Dragon's Dogma, <laughs> because Dragon's Dogma is basically anime but with a different art style. Yeah. Alright, uh, do we have anything else we need to talk about before I dig into typing words? Um, I don't have anything. Alright, uh, so we had three minutes left on the clock. I'm gonna hit end. And I'm gonna type. Alright, uh, so here we go. Tethered slash 22 fates. As a tether chosen by one of the 21 remaining crystals, you must work to get work together alongside other tethered to protect the balance of light and dark forces that is currently unbalanced by the lost crystal. You are sent to defeat bounty targets which occasionally involve the twisted forms of other hunters known as untethered who have had their connection to the crystal corrupted. After preventing the prevalence of a resource that seemed to be increasing the number of untethered, it is revealed there is another cause, the 22nd crystal returning surrounded by its own army of untethered. You must free the crystal and finally restore balance. Nice. I wish I had, like, any sort of brain for, like, typesetting and, like, graphic design, because it would just be fun to just, like, run through all the titles that we've made and, like, just come up with, like, you know, 
like a splash screen for them or something. Oh, I forgot to mention that the winner of Game of the Year is going to have a box art design. Is the right, thing that I've been right. To do. Yeah, no that that is that is what is on the line for Game of the Year. Yeah, winner of Game of the Year gets a mock up of what a box would look like. Mm-hmm. For whatever system is appropriate. Definitely would be some games that I would make like a GBA style box art for. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or like like a Wii a Wii case. Yeah. Alright, um, so the show can be found on Twitter at RNGGCast, or you can send all of those emails that we are asking about uh, to RNGGPodcast at gmail.com. Crash. I am on Twitter at CrashingWaves14. I wasn't posting a lot because I moved, but now the move is done and I'm regretting, regrettably online again. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are Where are you online, Cassidy? You can find me on Twitter at Madlobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I have stopped drawing Sonic the Hedgehog characters because there was like a lot of things that happened in a row on some days. Um, and I'm still busy right now, but as soon as I'm done busy... Done busy, yeah. As soon as I'm done busy, I'm gonna draw more Sonic characters. <laughs> uh, you can also find all the other podcasts I do and shows that I've guested on over at madlobotanist.neocities.org that is per- that is spelled the same as my Twitter handle, dot neocities.org. Alright, we need to roll some numbers. A random number generator. Five, mm-hmm. that is a bonus objective plus a re-roll. And there are now 26 mm-hmm. things on the bonus objective page. Yep. Nine. That is asymmetrical multiplayer. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Three. Which is genre a plus genre topic. plus topic. Okay, it's been a while. Yeah. Alright, um, so genre first. There's, what, 31 of those? Yes. How about number 20? Rhythm. We've done rhythm. Mm-hmm. Let me look at the numbers. Yeah, we've done rhythm, for sure. Um, so let me re-roll. What about 12? What's 12? Metroidvania. We've technically not done something that was rolled as a Metroidvania. It's so true. We can do that. Yeah. Um, and then how many topics are there these days? 41. 41? How about number 23? That would be Mecha. Alright, we also haven't done that. So, Asymmetrical Mecha Metroidvania. It's gonna be interesting to figure out how we're gonna fit multiplayer in there, but the good news is that it gets to be asymmetrical. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I have some ideas already, but I'll save them. Um, yeah, I, I I think I have a thought, but I need to jot it down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that said and out of the way, uh, good luck. Have fun. <laughs>